Welcome to the Project Fitness Podcast for fitness professionals and fitness enthusiasts who want to be better at life. Fitness is the greatest investment of anyone's life. However, it's not easily obtained, and anyone who says different is just plain wrong. Join award-winning personal trainer and strength conditioning coach Chris Fudge every Monday as he explores all aspects of fitness that can lead you to your optimal health. This podcast is brought to you by the Ready State Virtual Mobility Coach. Dr. Sturette is a movement and mobility coach for players in the NFL, MLB, NHL, and NBA, plus a doctor of physical therapy. Kelly has created a program called Virtual Mobility Coach. Every day, Virtual Mobility Coach gives you guided mobility videos. It walks you step-by-step through Kelly's proven techniques to relieve pain, improve range of motion, and improve performance. Try it completely free for two weeks, and if you decide to continue, you can get 10% off for life using the promo code PROJECT10. Hurry up, because the code expires October 1st. Welcome to another episode of the Project Fitness Podcast, 10-Minute How-Tos, and today I'm going to teach you how to use video in your coaching business. If you are a personal trainer, a strength conditioning coach, a group fitness exerciser, or you just run the average boot camp on the weekend, but you work with people, you should be using video. I'm going to tell you why. Using video provides quantitative and qualitative data. Quantitative data is going to be something like measurements. This is when you're looking at the math of a video, the physics of a video. If you're looking for forces for different purposes, if someone exercising. But most of our clients are going to respond best when you're using it to get qualitative data. Qualitative data is just a systematic observation of the quality of the movement to provide the coach with the most valuable information to make the best decision for the client. What does that mean? The video is going to give you the information you need to determine what happens next. Have you ever had a client or you ever had an athlete and you're trying to get them to do a certain movement and you just keep saying over and over again, I want you to do this, put your arm like this, retract your shoulder, depress your scap, externally rotate this. The words you're using, they don't understand. The cues you're using, they don't understand. But all of a sudden, if they see a video, they can compare themselves to that video. Then the light bulb goes off and they understand. That is why you want to use video. And that is how video can be impactful in your business. It's going to give you the qualitative data, the information you need to then determine what happens next, as well as what your client sees. So using video will expose faults in technique. It'll help coach the movement for better quality outcomes. It will then lead to a reduction of the risk of injury. And then it makes programming modifications based on the client's videos. So today we're going to look at using video predominantly for squat, bench, and deadlift, three big exercises used in powerlifting. The first thing you want to do is determine what kind of video are you going to use. You're going to use an iPad, an Android, a GoPro, or you going to use a camera up on your shoulder. What video should you use? Well, I think you should use what is the most easily accessible by everyone. If you're going to be videoing live sessions, whatever you have. If your client is going to be taking videos and sending them into you, you want to use something easily accessible. And most people tend to have an iPhone. So using an iPhone is an easy thing for people to use. The downside, though, it's hard to videotape yourself holding your iPhone. So what I recommend all my clients do is use a tripod or a magnet. You can purchase these magnets. It'll stick to your phone and then they'll go to a metal object. And this is great in a gym scenario because you can just put it on the side of the rack, get your video from whatever height you want and go from there. In gym sessions myself, I have a tripod I'll use for my iPad and I'll hook people up. I'll hook the tripod up 
Um, and then the iPad set to that, and I can adjust the height that is needed. These things you can get off Amazon for 10 to $20 for tiny tripods to large ones to magnets. But that's what you want to be doing. Secondary, you want to be using some form of application that allows you to get the most information you need out of it. I like to use Coach's Eye all the time. Vimeo is another one. Um, there's bar path apps you can use. There's a lot of different things you could use. Coach's Eye works best for me because I'm very comfortable with it. It's what I started with. It comes with a cloud if you want to pay a few extra bucks. It allows you to do voiceovers, draw lines, export, zoom in, compare. So essentially, you want to use some app for some form of recording. Now, when you're doing recording for someone, you have to consider a few things. One is going to be the views. We talk about views. What do you see from the lift? What do you want to see from the lift? If you want to see an athlete's grip on the bar, the camera has to be in a position where you can see that. If you want to see the feet of the, of the athlete, the camera has to be in position where the feet are being shown. So it actually matters what views you're using based on what you want to get out of it. Just saying, take a video of your squat and send it to me is not very direct. And you might not get all the information you need. Instead, you want to be very specific. We're going to get into that in just a minute. The second thing to take into consideration besides views is the distance. If you videotape someone super close up, you're not going to be able to see toe to head. You're not going to be able to see the feet. You're not going to be able to see the eyes. You're not going to be able to see the bar. You might only get to see the upper body or just the lower body. Same happens when you video from too far away. If you're too far away, then what's going to happen is the client is going to look like super tiny, like a child. And they're going to see all these other things in the video that that's going to be a little bit distracting. You're not going to be able to focus on what you should be focusing on. So in that scenario, you don't want to be too far away. How far do you want to be? For most video, six to 10 feet is going to give you enough view, especially if you're using a vertical camera angle rather than a horizontal camera angle. The next thing here is steadiness. You have to make sure the camera is steady. That's where these tripods come into play so much better than just using your hand. If you have a camera that is a, a, an unsteady video, you're not going to be able to focus on everything you want to see. Now, when it comes to the camera height, the height will determine what you get. So in the sport of, say, powerlifting, and we're using squats, people aren't aware that when you take a video from above versus below, that's going to appear to shorten the depth of the client. Same thing happens when the camera angle is below. They look like they're squatting deeper than they actually are. So the ideal angle you want to use is about hip height of the athlete, and that's going to give you the most applicable information. And as a referee in the sport, that's where we, we tend to be on the sides of the platform anyway, around hip height. Now, the next thing you want to do is you want to be aware of the lighting in the background. Is there anything going on in the background that's going to get in the way? Like you're in a busy gym situation. Is there a dog barking? Are they squatting near a window or this is crazy light coming in you can't see? Or is there these old industrial lights on the ceiling that are affecting things? So I have once had a client, I wanted to look at their wrist when they were squatting. In the video that they were sending me, there was an overhead light that was so bright that I couldn't see the top half of the video, literally where the wrist was, where I was trying to focus on. So we had to find a better alternative and it was just turning around in the rack, walking the other way. The other thing here you want to take consideration is the athlete. Not all athletes feel comfortable videotaping themselves in public. Not all athletes feel comfortable sending videos on the internet. Not all athletes are competent in sending videos. They may not use the internet. They may have never recorded themselves before. So in that scenario, you may want to find an alternative that works best, or you might even want to teach them how to do that. And you can use different apps out there. You can do a video recording yourself, showing step-by-step -step of how to take a video. Or if you work with them in, in person one-on-one, walk them through it 
show them how to do it. So now I'm just going to go over kind of like my cheat sheets for different exercises. I'm going to give you the number one angle for each variation of the squat, the bench, and the deadlift and why you want to be using it. The number one angle is going to give you the most information possible. So on the squat, we're talking side angle. The side angle at hip height, six to 10 feet away, so you can see the foot to the head of the athlete, is going to show you the depth of the squat, the bar path of the squat, the lumbar spine, the timing, are they breaking at the hips and the knees at the right time? And then the balance, are they shifting their weight forward, coming up on their heels, or shifting their weight too, too much on their heels, coming up on their toes? For the bench, you're looking at a 45-degree oblique angle from the front. So this is not to the side. This is not right at, straight on. It's kind of that in-between. If you're set up right, you're going to be able to see the athlete's grip width, the elbow motion, their eye gaze, the touch point of the bar on their chest, the arch of the hip position, and then also the feet. That's a lot of information on a bench press. As a coach, you want to be able to see that. And then for the deadlift, I, I prioritize the direct side view always. The side view is going to give me a start position of the athlete before they even do the deadlift. The shoulder blade over the bar, where's the head looking, where are the eyes, where's the chin at? I can see the low back. Is it in a flat position? Is it a flex position? I can see the bar path as it travels up. Does the bar get away from the athlete? Does it stay close to the athlete? And then again, going back to the eye gaze, I can always see what is, where are they taking their information from? Where are they looking? So from a cheat sheet perspective, those are going to give you all the, the biggest bang for bucks. Now, front view is going to show you something different. Rear view is going to show you something different. But if you only get one view to use with your clients, use the view that's going to give you the most information. So that's a very small piece on what you can do with video. Um, I gave a, a, a 90 minute seminar on how to use video in your coaching um, recently at a conference. And this is kind of just the, the simplified version of it. Again, to recap, you want to make sure that whatever you're using makes most sense to everyone in the room. You want to make sure that you're using some form of app or device that allows you to do more than just take a video, but allows you to share the video, slow-mo, zoom in, zoom out, draw lines, bring attention to, and coach's eye tends to be my favorite one for that as well as it's easily accessible for everyone. It's a web-based system you can use. You want to make sure that it's appropriate for the client. They feel comfortable. They know how to do it. And then you want to be at the right position for each different exercise to get the most out of it. So that is my 10-minute how to use video in your coaching. Never stop learning because life never stops teaching. If you've learned at least one thing from this podcast and your mission is to help other people, please share this podcast with them. And a reminder, we will be releasing one episode every Monday for the entire year. So make sure to hit subscribe so you get the updated information as soon as possible. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. And thank you so much for allowing me to be part of it.